bunch of interesting uh, topics that we're going to cover. And if you've been with the Institute long enough, uh, since the beginning, you know that there's always a tangent and we never really cover what we're supposed to cover. Uh, that's typically my fault because my mind wanders. So today, my intention is to cover uh, nothing. I, I, I really don't have an agenda today. Uh, I was thinking uh, that we should be continuing our discussion on the philosophies of reality. Uh, as I've been pondering this more and more as weeks go on, watching more documentaries, reading more books and pamphlets and articles and first-hand accounts and watching YouTubes and, well, uh, we, we can uh, start, we can start back at the beginning where, I, I know previously we've discussed uh, that that the, this vaccine that they are injecting people with, currently the population that's been injected is at 50%. So almost half of the entire country's population has had at least one injection. And there is... Uh, there is one um, manufacturer out there that is, you know, producing the the vaccines that does not affect your RNA or your, or your DNA, um, as I've spoke on in the past. So the one that I can say is okay is the Johnson and Johnson that one does not affect your DNA um, now why does that matter um, this is where my discussion will come in because with the with your DNA, and I've talked about this before, that you ha your DNA has holes and it's got, you know, what's considered as junk and nobody is really understanding what that is for. So perhaps this uh, DNA injection in this vaccine um, is filling a hole. It could be uh, a low-key, tongue-in-cheek uh, thing that it would be required for the next evolutionary jump in Homo sapien. Uh, what does that mean? What do you mean evolutionary jump? Well, why, why do you keep talking about evolutionary jumps? Well, in the past, I was talking about... Um, you know, body modifications going uh, going into the cyberpunk uh, phase where you can have uh, you know enhancements, but 
those enhancements are not innate. They're, they're addition to your current um, body. So what the DNA would do is it might not affect you. It might not affect your kids. But your lineage uh, will ha show the signs of this effect, whatever this effect is going to be. Uh, we don't know. Um, it, I don't even, I can't even be 100% certain that it's going to affect everybody the same way. I can't be 100% certain that it's going to um, fill the holes the same way in your DNA. Um, now, Now, there is talk, you know, and now this is one of my famous tangents, uh, that, that Bruce Springsteen, uh, the boss, uh, the aging rock star that, that has had um, quite extensive history in the music business and the um, supporting of the little guy, uh, quote unquote. He is returning to Broadway now that the lights have come back on, and he's going to continue his Broadway tour. Uh, tour. It's not really a tour. He's just sitting in a chair and just talking to a room full of people. Uh, Mr. Mumbles, what are you going to say this time? Well, he says that he does not want people to come see him that are not vaccinated. He does not want people to come see him who had the AstraZeneca vaccine. And that's the vaccine that was primarily dispensed in Canada. Uh, so in reviewing the AstraZeneca vaccine to try to determine why he or his people uh, are pointing at that. Why AstraZeneca? I don't know. Uh, honestly, I, I, I don't know what is special about that. And I know that my research is going to have to continue to really determine why that is, but I found it fascinating that he must have a beef against the pharmaceutical company that makes, you know, that's AstraZeneca. Uh, or maybe he had an investment in AstraZeneca and, and they went belly up. Who knows? Uh, there's there's a lot of speculation out there, and I'm uh, I really don't know um, because he's, they're not revealing it. But I thought that was quite interesting. Um, now, getting back to um, the DNA and whatnot, um, we. There are several um, states in the United States that uh, that are that they're banning uh, that they're pre preventing um, the mandate that, uh, that if you work within that state that you have to have the vaccine. I don't have the vaccine. I don't plan on getting the vaccine. And um, currently, 
there was a big row here in my home state of Ohio where um, a local holistic doctor, Dr. Sherry Tenpenny, had stood in front of the state house um, and gave some points as to why she's anti-vax and points as to why it should be mandated. Now, I listened to this woman for nearly 20 years, and I've, I thought I've heard it all. And I'm not a conspiracy theorist at all. I th I, there's got to be rationale, reasons behind everything. Um, I'm kind of like to debunk things. And she, she stood in front of the state house, and this is what made the, the social media and the, and the news, that she says that if you take the vaccine, that it will magnetize you, and metal objects such as keys and spoons will stick to you. If you can see me sitting here talking to you, I'm just shaking my head. Um, to the social media people, SMH. Uh, I, I believe that, that she completely misspoke. I don't think that she understood that um, anybody recording that will get a really bizarre sound bite out of her and it will discredit her as being a holistic doctor who's been in so since the 70s so yeah she's she kind of screwed herself like that um maybe it's her old age who knows but do i believe that you will be magnetized no i don't believe you'll be magnetized um what what I'm more concerned about is the effects on the RNA, uh, what your, how it will affect your DNA, how you will be able to move into the, you know, the next phases of the future um, with this vaccine in, in, you know, in you. Uh, I was just watching one of my favorite vloggers earlier this evening um I'll, I'll give him I'll, I'll give him a shout out and say I was listening to Adam the Woo and he was talking about uh, how he got his first shot and he said that uh, all that had happened to him was that his arm was sore and then he, he was starting to get pains in his leg uh, and it lasted an hour now, there was reports, and I can't recall exactly if I touched on this in the last uh, podcast or not, but we were talking uh, that I was watching this, uh, this interview with these uh, three nurses, and each one of them got a vaccine. Two of them got it from the same manufacturer and one got from another manufacturer. Uh, I don't recall what they were, um, so I can't even quote that correctly. But I, I know that, that this information is out there if you want to 
you know, check it out. That um, each one of them already had a infl- uh, affliction. They, they, there was there was a problem already with them. It was not pronounced. They probably didn't even know about it. But what the vaccine did was it exacerbated it. So what is the affliction? Well, it's neurological. Uh, each one of them uh, starts shaking uncontrollably and going into what looks like a seizure without actually seizuring. Um, they can't walk when it happens. They can't talk when it happens. Uh, when they try to talk, and they did so during, in the in the interview, um, I think the interview was uh, with... Um, that doctor, uh, Big Tree. Uh, I know he's going to be at some kind of big right winger festival in in Tampa um, coming up here, uh, including that retarded my pillow guy. God, I wish he's he's stupid asshole. See, that's the problem because I'm not alt right. I'm not even right. I'm barely left. Uh, I'm kind of in the middle uh, politically. And I, I know I, I said in the past that I was kind of conservative, but I, I lean, I, I, I don't trust government anymore at all. So I don't care left, right, you know, there's a, there's a song by Typo Negative um, where, where the song's called We Hate Everyone. And the, the line in the song is, the left say I'm a fascist, the right say I'm a uh, communist. Um, but then shit comes in all hues. So it, it, you don't, it doesn't matter uh, what, where you stand politically anymore. Uh, I've lost a lot of friends uh, last fall because of, you know, Donald Trump really screwing things and he... And I will blame uh, his staff um, for getting these vaccines out the way they got out. Uh, it, it started there, and now it's just ramping up. Um, you can actually point your fingers directly at Fauci and say that because he, his dumbass that we're in the situation we're in. Um, why? Now, I'm sure, you know, the, whoever you are, you're, this is the first time you heard about this or the first time you... You, you didn't expect this to come from my mouth. Uh, but the story is, is that uh, Fauci is married to a younger uh, scientist who specializes in um, human trials of experimental drugs. So... Rolling out of this vaccine, um, and, and yes, there is a Bill Gates connection, but I'm not going to dive that deep into it. Uh, but there, they are. I mean, there's a reason for this vaccine, and I don't even freaking know. Uh, we have. We have the first time in American history, or I I can't speak for the rest of the world because I'm not uh, living in other countries. I haven't visited anywhere outside the United States in 
decades. So it's, I, I can't speak for how they, they're doling out these vaccines. But here, um, in a lot of the states, uh, they are giving incentives to the populace to get the vaccine. For instance, here in Ohio, we have a, uh, the government here, um, the governor, Mike DeWine, is teamed up with the Ohio Lottery Commission, where if you've been vaccinated, if you've been vaccinated and you have, um, you can enter this uh, drawing, there's a couple of people a week, and I think we're, it's running to the end of the month. And what is the drawing? Well, the drawing is that you can win a million dollars just by being vaccinated. Really? Never happened with the polio vaccine. Never happened with the standard flu vaccine. Never happened with anything before. Wow, what's so important that we can win a million dollars from? Interesting. Then you have uh, a real conservative state like West Virginia, who they announced that they were offering uh, land, um, I think it was like hunting cabins, uh, firearms, money, uh, tax incentives, everything imaginable to uh, get their uh, populace to get vaccinated. It's one of those things that you really want to scratch your head on and you don't know why they're doing this. What is so important about this vaccine? What, what, what is it? I mean, is it, are they, are they doing the Georgia Guidestone theory and, uh, trying to wipe people out? Uh, I mean, you could look at the, um, the government website where the people log, uh, the symptoms from from the vaccines, like what had happened to them. If they died, did you I mean you, you watch the TV now and you see a commercial for for some stupid drug for restless leg syndrome? And in, and in the disclaimer at the end of the thing, they say death is a possibility if you take this drug. So what is it? I mean, are, are they trying to get everyone so sick? I mean, is it truly the, the like I said in the beginning? an evolutionary step that, that we are going to like jump to, I don't know, survive something. Uh, I know that they're still talking about the, an asteroid strike in 2028 or 2035. I, I can't recall because they keep switching it. Um, I, I think it's that asteroid that they landed on, um, to get the sample from uh, a couple years ago. So I, I know that they are uh, trying to, that they're, that they know that this thing's coming. Um, I'm not, I don't, not a hundred percent sure it's going to be a near miss. I think it might be a direct hit. Um, so if that's the case, Hey, Mazel Tov, right? So what, what can we do about it? Nothing. If you want short term, don't don't do the vaccine. Long term, you know it, it, that's 
I mean, I, I would like for the human race to survive on, on the trajectory that it's currently on and then use natural selection um, for the evolutionary jump. For instance, you know, in, in, in history, uh, an evolution of, of man, you had the jump from Neanderthal to Homo sapien. Now, they're headed, they're, 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 if you look at them side by side, they look totally different. Uh, Neanderthal is like your Fred Flintstone. Um, your Homo sapiens, like your George Jetson. Side by side, they don't look the same. Uh, one looks a lot slower, dumber, and um, basic, I guess. Um, now, we had talked about the... the idea of living in a simulation. Now, how does this correlate? Well, if you if you live in a if you're living in a simulation and everything is a zero and a one, uh, an on or off, uh, you your DNA is your your code. You know, you 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 can you are your programming is the DNA. So, to be a to, to have the RNA injection, that will change your code. Um, so it could be an effect that is a physical effect. It could be an effect that is a biological, internal effect. Um, something that will affect your your organs or or your brain or the way you process information or retain information or transmit information, or, or your movements. Like I was telling you about that, that interview with those women that, that were seizing. Um, that that there's, there's something in there. Um, so if you, if, you, if you are ill, uh, or you are susceptible to being ill, uh, would you rather be part of the point zero one percent of the populace that that covid kills or would you rather be uh part of the larger populace that uh, gets sick or maybe even dies from the injection so it then it, it, it's totally up to you i mean i at my day job when i'm out of the institute i I talk to people. Uh, I help people. They they call me and I I help them. And they they're always telling me that oh this COVID's so bad. Oh this illness is so bad. And how they they were getting sick from it and how how these other afflictions are affecting them and. And they're like, oh, did you get the vaccine? I can't wait till the vaccine so I can finally go outside because they are already infirmed or they're, they're sick. They're not healthy people to begin with. So they think that this vaccine is like like the magic red button where you hit the button and it pauses everything because you took the, because you got vaccinated. Everything else around you is paused. No. <laughs> That's not how it works. Uh, well, so if you 
if you're typically a sick person, the vaccine's not going to do shit for you. If anything, it's going to probably hurt you more. Um, if you're a healthy person, uh, it might not affect you, um, or it might bring out some defect that's in you that never surfaced because your body was healthy enough to fight it off and keep it quiet. But then with this injection, it probably made that whatever it is, that affliction to be stronger and, and fight more against your natural uh, resistances. Now, I don't think that as a, it's just some guy that on, on this podcast, you know, that me, the low G man, why, why am I talking like this? Why am I telling you this shit? You know, honestly, I don't know. Um, because, uh, I, I don't like people, um, personally, <laughs> Uh, because the majority of people are basic. They, they don't, they live in their little world that they live their day to day. They wake up, they eat breakfast, maybe even skip breakfast and just grab a coffee. Uh, and then they go to work. They come home from work. They maybe pick up their kid from soccer and they, have dinner as a family and then they watch TV and go to bed every day. Same thing. You're, you're a groundhog day. You, your, your life means squat. I, I remember two weeks ago when I, when I posted my last podcast, I had said that you as a person need to think of what you, what you do. And, and, and what is the bigger meaning for it? So how is your life affecting others? Is it for the positive? Is it for the negative? Or does it not affect anything at all? That you just exist. That your, your, your life is meaningless. And you are, don't have the wherewithal or the ability to change it. Um, great. So you, you, you're, you're, you're just a non-player player character. You're an NPC. You, are, you have no worth in the grand scheme of things. So look at the world around you and see how many people you can find that are in the same Groundhog Day. And then if you, if you count 10... Multiply that by a hundred. If you count fifty, multiply that by a thousand. If you count a hundred, multiply that by ten thousand. Because there's so many people that are in this loop that their life, it, 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 to them, it may have a meaning. But being a number, you don't matter. Um, I remember I was talking about the, that movie, um, that I had watched Greenland where Gerard Butler, uh, was a structural engineer. He had worth, uh, they were, the government was going to save him because he had worth, he had the ability to rebuild, 
uh, that he was intelligent enough and he had the the wherewithal to figure out how to rebuild after the catastrophe. Now, if you are a Taco Bell worker or you are a gas attendant, you're a waiter or waitress, you are a, um, oh, there's so many other menial jobs. I had this uh, friend who worked at a, a warehouse, and what he would do is sell um, HVAC units commercially uh, at wholesale prices. So if you had a business and your, your uh, heat or your AC died, you go see him, and then he would sell you uh, a commercial grade new unit. Now, what's his worth? Nothing. Can we get along without him and his job? Yeah. How many times have you talked to someone that does that? Probably once in your entire life, if that. So, what's that point? What does he contribute? Nothing. Because he goes home, he gets on his Harley Davidson, he rides his bike to the local bar, and he sits on a stool and drinks swill. And he gets done drinking, he goes out in the parking lot, he tokes up, and he goes back in and drinks more swill. That's his life. How is that contributing to society? How is that making our world better? It's not. You don't matter. Uh, so, what what does matter? God, you tell me what matters. What what? Why is it that I have to tell you, my listeners, that what is important and what is not important? If if the if the catastrophe was coming. And I talked about that meteor, that uh, asteroid that's supposed to hit in a, you know, a handful of years. Um, would you be one of the people that would be saved? If it was a, a, a planet killer, would you be one of those that would be saved? Would, would, you, would they contact you and say, we need you to go to a bunker because you can sell uh, HVAC units really really good and we need someone that knows how to sell HVAC units once we rebuild you know how stupid that sounds I mean seriously if you I mean I can understand maybe a mechanic that knows how to build things um, but after a planet killer there's not going to be any cars they're all going to be toast so, unless you know other types of mechanics uh, for infrastructure, then your, your life is worthless too. Um, me, I, I tell you, I, I help people in my day job. I, I work for a financial institution. After a planet killer, there will be no fucking financial institutions. It's done. There will be no internet. There will be nothing. 
So yeah, even me, I won't be saved. But, in the current climate, I have a voice, and I am garnering listeners that want to know what's going on. So here I am. Um, I know that I have this as a you know, film and TV <laughs> part of uh, my, um, my category here on, uh, but... And I know that I, that I use that a lot for the um, for when I'm linking uh, stories like this with pop culture, uh, and and really look at things from another perspective. So let's do some linking, shall we? Last week we had the first episode of Loki from the MCU appear on Disney+. Plus. This week, we had the second episode. Uh, now, why am I talking about this? Because the point of the show is in reference to controlling timelines or the multiverse which is what it's going to come out to and when it gets to that point. Um, now, I'm not going to give away any spoilers, but I will say watch it. It's one of the better ones uh, out there. Um, I know WandaVision was badass. Uh, Falcon and Winter Soldier was kind of meh. Um, this one's badass. And I, I, I guess it has everything to do with what, what characters you like the best. Uh, Loki was always my favorite. Tom Hiddleston was, he's the, he's boss. I mean, I, I would love to meet the guy in person. Uh, but the point is, what the point I'm trying to make here is that in our reality, because uh, I tell you all that, you know, you, reality is what you make it. Your perception controls reality. Um, but being able to to go back and forth with uh, the different realities and the different um, different opinions and different perspectives. Uh, the, the show uh, makes sense here in my, my tangent. So being able to travel uh, to say, let me, let me backtrack here because I'm getting ahead of myself. Uh, and, and those of you that have been here lo long enough know that that's what I do best. So here we go. He, when you, in the show, uh, they, I, and this might be a spoiler to those that have not seen it, that they identified that the best place to hide out, um, in a timeline is right before a catastrophe occurs. That way you could duck out before the catastrophe occurs. Um, so in the show, a catastrophe, a, a catastrophe was just about to occur. Uh, wipe out everybody. 
just before that point, you could say or do anything you want and would not affect history. Period. History will still go on as it did. That wipes out everybody, so there's no one to tell a tale that you were there. So... In the in the different in the multiverse in uh, in, in our reality, yours and mine, that that they're you know going into string theory now, where there's separate timelines that all uh, are the same, <laughs> that that they they go parallel with each other, but sometimes they they mix. Um, Picture a, those of you that don't know what string theory is, picture a guitar um, or a, a string instrument. Instrument. I, I like the guitar. Uh, so what you do is you strum a guitar or you play a chord. Okay, you, so you play a chord, say you're playing A or you're playing E or C where you're only hitting certain strings. Now, those strings are played in unison at the same time. So those realities vibrate at the same frequency. Then you have another reality where there's maybe three or four that vibrate at another frequency, but they're all right next to each other. <laughs> you can't see them unless you're clairvoyant. And a lot of us aren't. Um, so we have to just understand that, that they're there. Um, we've had anomalies in our reality that you can say um, can affect the our timeline, that, that, that our perception. Uh, I'm sure that you've all experienced some form of deja vu. Uh, it's because you are vibrating at the same rate as your doppelganger in a different reality. And your doppelganger had experienced what you just experienced. That's where your deja vu comes from. Uh, now, how can I talk about a multiverse and still believe that we live in a simulation? Because I know that you're all going to be picking me apart. Because that's what fanboys do. Uh, so, in... The simulation theory. Uh, look at look at the idea of like you're playing a video game, okay? And you play a game, you get done with level one, and you save your game. Then you want to play level one again as a different character, so you play level one again as a different character, and you then you save your game again. Then you want to do it again because you found a, a, some some hidden secrets, but you didn't access them the first couple times through. So you grab a different character, you play through level one again, and then you save it again. Okay, so you get three different characters, same level, different outcomes. So you are you are a PC, and you you are able to. Uh, perceive your reality different than somebody else will uh, because you are experiencing it differently. 
Now your doppelganger, whether it's a male or female from a different reality, or maybe maybe you're not even male or female, maybe not even human, but still shares your uh, I don't don't want to say consciousness, but that shares you that your 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 zeros and ones, your your programming. So that is what. That that's pretty much what how the multiverse would work in a simulation world. And now, what happens when you die? <laughs> this is one of my favorites. So when you die, uh, you're zeros and ones. So with you being zeros and ones, uh, that. When you, when you die, you, uh, your your character, you in the, in this game of the simulation, you you're deleted. Okay, you're you're done. Your game's over. Um, whoever's controlling your character, get got bored with you. You're, you're boring, so they, they they get done playing with you, so they delete the character. Now, what happens when you delete a program? What happens? Now, you, the character, still exist. You, you, you may not exist as you once did, but you still exist in some form. Um, we have what's called um, computer forensics. It's a job that... Um, that usually law enforcement or the DOJ uses, uh, where they say you're indicted and they take your, your computer or your phone and you deleted everything off of it. All your incriminating evidence is deleted. It's gone. They can use forensic software and recover deleted files and then view those deleted files. So, when you die <laughs> and your code is spread out, okay, you, you, you're, you are here, there, and everywhere, okay, all at the same time. But, in a forensics, a like a, a di digital forensics, would be able to bring you back from the dead and put you back together it, it, if you wanted to live forever. Now, there, there's there's a caveat with that because when you with the forensic software and you bring a, a file back um, off of a computer. And um, the, the, you might not be able to read the entire file. It, it, think of it as a, a, uh, a piece of paper that has a lot of redactions on it. Okay? You can read some of it. You can kind of get the gist of it, but you don't know what, the, what it all says. Um. 
So that's pretty much what forensic software will do. It'll bring you back or bring whatever back. Um, but if you are the program, this is where we get paranormal activity in our reality. Because apparitions or sounds or whatever um, appears uh, momentarily when the program has gotten all back together again. Briefly. Like a, like a, uh, like a, like Lego. Okay. You, you, you build, you build a Lego tower and you'd smash that tower into the, into pieces, but then you, you rebuild that tower, but it doesn't look exactly the same. It looks similar. It, it may be smaller, it may be larger, it may be, you know, different color. Uh, you may have a door on, on a different floor than you did before, but it's the same tower overall. Um, yeah, that's, that's paranormal. That's ghosts. Um, that's, that's, that's all the weird shit that happens in our world that we can't explain. So yeah, that's, that's probably the best way to explain that. Um, I don't know. I, I, I have a lot of, a lot of theories and I can go into a lot of different tangents now. Because I, I know I touched on a lot of information. It probably blew your mind. Uh, trying to get your head wrapped around it. Can't, it, it don't know where to, where to begin, where to end. Um, so what I'm going to tell you now is I'm going to end our discussion early. Um, I'm not going to take it into the full hour today. Because I'm looking at the time and we don't have a lot of time left to really branch out into too much more of this um, information. So, what I want from you, and this is going to be a little bit of homework. I want you, my listener, to do one of two things. Either... Make a difference in somebody else's life or come up with a way for our digital world so that we, the programs, can live forever. Now, to do that, I would, that would take a lot of smarts because you would, you would have to identify... The programming, and that's the DNA. Now, I know that there's a lot of websites out there that um, have the DNA decoded or major, most of it decoded. Um, but to take that code and look at it as a computer code and... See if there is a correlation between our composition and computer code. Then you can determine what is missing in the code and what 
can fill it. And then we're going to circle all the way back here and we're going to talk about the RNA shot with the vaccine and determine if that is the filler that, that, that we need or is this just filler that, because we don't know what that, that's going to trigger. I, I told you some people are getting sick. I told you some people are dying. I told you some people are no, no issues. But when your DNA gets passed on to your kids, your kids' kids, and your kids' kids' kids, it may be diluted, but it's still there. Um, so we need to, as a community, those that listen to my show and myself included, we need to come up with that, you know, fountain of youth, that eternal life that where this program will not be deleted. Um, or your, you as the program or, or the program as us being humans. So whatever way you want to look at it, that's, that's what we're coming down to. And I would love to have someone say, you know, you're on to something and we can decode the DNA and we can recode the DNA because it is a codex. It, 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 it is what creates us and we are programming. So let's take that and run with it and let, let's see what, what we could come up with. Maybe we need, uh, because we are a double helix DNA, maybe we need a triple helix. Maybe that's what the, the secret is, that we need one more. That, that, and that's going to carry all the empty the, the stuff that's going to fill the spots. So who knows? Uh, I, I can't even tell you. Um, I, I just know that, that my theories make sense. There's a lot of substance behind them. And I... I would love to perpetuate this this thought and let's let's do it together. Let's let's have a we should hold a rally. Nah, I'll come up with something for for the next time. Uh, so as of right now. <laughs>